0: Welcome to the nourish babes podcast. We're your hosts Bella and Madison, your go-to besties for all things women's wellness. We're here to help you balance your hormones, heal your gut, learn how to eat, exercise, sleep, manage your stress, break free of diet culture, and get confident as fuck about your own health and healing. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Nourish Babes podcast. Today is going to be a fun little solo episode with me, Bella, talking all about my wedding dids and didn'ts. So if you're listening to this podcast or you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that I got married this year in September. My husband and I dated for nine years before getting married He's the absolute love of my life, and I'm just so grateful that he chose me and that we get to live a long, happy, healthy life together. Our wedding day was seriously one of the most fun and magical days of our whole life. More like wedding weekend because the rehearsal dinner was the night before, and the day after the wedding, we hung out with friends and family the whole day, and so it was just so fun and magical. My co-host Maddie was also one of my bridesmaids and so that made it extra special and extra fun and it was just a great day to share with all of our closest friends and family. Okay, now you might be thinking, what the heck does wedding planning and wedding day have to do with health or wellness? But if you've ever planned a wedding or you're currently planning a wedding, you know that the the process can be extremely stressful. And from all of our previous podcast episodes, you know how much stress influences our hormones, our gut health, and just our overall health in general. So I thought it would be fun to do a little special episode all about the things that I did and didn't do during either the wedding planning process or during the actual wedding itself to help limit my stress and just make the whole process much more fun and enjoyable. I also want to mention that this episode is obviously helpful if you're planning a wedding or now or in the future, but also for kind of like any major life event, like a graduation or you're taking a vacation or going into summer. So any kind of major life event that you have coming up, some of these tips could possibly help. Okay, so let's first get into the things that I didn't do either during the wedding process or during the wedding. So the first one, and this is honestly kind of why I wanted to record this episode, was because the entire year before my wedding, after I got proposed to, I did not stress about losing weight. I think it is so common in our modern world with magazines and tabloids and promotions on eat this, not that, lose weight, how to lose weight in 15 days, or all the nuance around losing weight can be so obnoxious and overwhelming, and it's specifically very common amongst women to try to lose weight before their wedding. But I personally tried to consciously minimize that pressure of putting on myself to lose weight. I obviously in general live a healthy lifestyle and eat well for the majority, move my body, but I never wanted to ever put pressure on myself to look a certain way. Growing up I was always super skinny, super undernourished, and in the last like five-ish years I've definitely gained much more weight and probably heavier quote than what society standards are. But even though I'm necessarily heavier than what most people think should be healthy, I'm actually the healthiest that I've ever been. My hormones are way more balanced, my gut health is much better, and just because I'm heavier doesn't mean I'm unhealthy. the opposite. Because I've gained weight and because I'm more well-rounded and nourished, I'm actually the healthiest I've ever been. And personally, I would much rather feel healthy than just look a certain way that fits into society standards. I also didn't want to put pressure on myself to lose a certain amount of weight because if I didn't meet those expectations, I probably would have been disappointed. So I know this happens to so many women where they're like, I'm going to be this size by my wedding day. And then if that doesn't actually happen, then you're going to be really disappointed in yourself. So it can be super helpful to just never put those expectations expectations on yourself ever, which is exactly what I did. And guess what? I think I looked great and I looked gorgeous and I looked strong and healthy. And so that was definitely one of the biggest mindsets I had throughout the whole wedding process was you are going to look beautiful no matter what you look like, no matter what you weigh and just stick to it. And this topic is obviously related to my wedding, but I think this also is so true for like getting that summer bod or prepping for that summer bod or prepping for a graduation or maybe someone else's wedding or going on a vacation. I feel like we always put pressure on ourselves as women in our modern society to look a certain way rather than just enjoying the process and being healthy and eating well and moving your body, but also just not putting pressure on how you look but rather focus more on how you feel. The next thing I didn't do before my wedding was change up any of my skincare or hair care or anything of that sort. Uh, We've talked about skin and hair care in the past but we keep our products super simple and super minimal and I wasn't about to just try a new product to make my skin, I don't know, more moisturized or have less acne or something trying some new kind of product and then all of a sudden get some weird reaction to it so I didn't change anything for a whole year but specifically for the month before I recommend not changing up anything because you don't want to get to your wedding day and have like some crazy rash on your face or anything like that I see this recommend recommendation a lot to not change things up and I think that is really good to follow The next two things that I didn't do before my wedding or during my wedding, which kind of go along with more of a mindset, is I didn't let people influence me too much. Honestly, my husband really didn't have much of an opinion on things about the wedding. He did care about the food and the music, so he was involved in that. But everything else, he just let me do whatever I want, which in a sense was nice that i could just have my dream wedding um but i think this goes more towards people who are paying for the wedding, and or parents of the wedding. So this was especially true with my mom. She was the biggest person to help me with the whole wedding process, but early on, she had some really big opinions about things, and I quickly realized that I didn't necessarily need her opinion on every single detail. If I was going back and forth between something, I would totally ask her what her opinion is, but usually i just went with what i actually wanted to do not let other people influence me too much the whole entire wedding process can be very stressful and very overwhelming and if you have so many people telling you their opinions on this and on the flowers and on the date and all these things it can get very overwhelming very quickly and at the end of the day you want things to turn out how you want not how others want it. When you get to your wedding, you want to love it and enjoy every part of it and not do things based on people pleasing other people. So I know that this can especially be really hard if you're not necessarily paying for everything because if someone else is paying, then they're going to feel obligated that, oh, okay, well, I'm paying for it. So you should take my opinion into consideration, which is fine. You can definitely take it into consideration. But at the end of the day, even though someone else might be paying for a certain something, I definitely think that you should do what you want to do and how you want things to play out on your wedding day. If you are struggling with this and you are someone else's pain and giving their opinions and think that they should be right, I would definitely try to set some boundaries around that, have a conversation with them, and try to figure out a solution where both parties are happy, but especially for yourself. I know this is much easier said than done, but again, at the end of the day, it's your day, no one else's. Okay, and the last thing that I didn't do was I didn't obsess over minor details or any quote mistakes that happened during my wedding. Um, I always said I was not bridezilla at all. Uh, During the process, my my sister literally told me, you are one of the most chill brides I've ever seen. And I think that's one because I'm naturally a very chill, relaxing, easy go person. I don't really let small things upset me. I also like to put things in perspective of what is an actual problem and what I'm like could be creating a problem. So having a major illness or having to go to war or losing a family member like those things are real life true problems not some minor wedding details and the big scheme of life those are not huge problems to be obsessing over or stressing about. Planning a wedding is literally the biggest party you will ever plan in your whole life, and there are so many decisions to be made. I knew that there was gonna be a lot of decisions, but holy crap, Like there are so many little minor things that you have to make decisions on. It can be very easy to get overwhelmed very quickly. Um, There were also some minor mistakes that actually did occur on my wedding day, and I was expecting there to be mistakes happen, but honestly, nobody ever knew besides me. No one thinks like, oh, this went wrong or that went wrong. Um, No one knows except for you, and so just let it go. It's all going to be good. One actual example of this was my wedding photographer, my lead photographer actually got pneumonia and had like 103 fever the day before my wedding. So she had to cancel. Thankfully, I went with like a wedding uh, photographer business. So there was multiple photographers within the business. And so the second photographer just came in and she was actually the lead photographer and then they brought in someone else. So to some that might be like, oh my God, wedding photographer can't come to my wedding but you know they do this all for a living all the time that at the end of the day i was like huh that's kind of funny i hope she feels better but at the end of the day it really wasn't that big of a deal what honestly truly matters is that you enjoy yourself and that you and your husband live a long happy healthy life together those small details of what your flowers look like, or what color napkins you have. Of course you want to make those decisions, but at the end of the day, if you feel like you made the wrong decision, it's not going to be that big of a deal. And I think it's best for you and your stress hormones to just let that go. And that kind of brings me into my next point, which now I'm going to talk about things that I did do to pl- during the planning process or during my actual wedding that just made the overall process less stressful and way more enjoyable. And the first one is constantly reminding myself that this whole shebang is about a marriage, not about a wedding so planning a wedding again literally going to be the biggest party you'll ever throw in your whole life but what really matters at the end of the day is that marriage between you and your spouse there was definitely a few points of confrontation between me and my husband during the wedding planning process but once i just stepped back and i was like okay and the big scheme of things this really doesn't matter what matters is that me and my husband love each other and we're getting along. So most of the time I just let that shit go and continued on. So throughout the whole wedding planning process, if anything became really stressful or hectic, or I was feeling overwhelmed or any kind of major emotions, I just came back to the thought that, this is about us getting married. It's not about this one day of my life, even though it was the best and probably up until this point, most important day of my life. What really mattered at the end of the day was that me and RJ love each other the next thing that i did during the whole wedding planning process was i really tried to keep things simple um one thing that helped me to do this was i actually went with an all-inclusive wedding venue if you've never heard of this it's basically a wedding venue where or like wedding company where they do everything so they have the plates and the tablecloths and they provide the food they set you up with a flower lady they set you up with an officiant they literally do everything for you you just kind of pick and choose what you want and to me that was so nice and helpful because I could just say okay this is my dj and i just have a meeting with him and tell him rather than having to go out and find all these different vendors and different people and while again some people might prefer that for me it was way more important to stay low stress and just enjoy the planning process This was also super helpful, like while creating decorations or thinking of decorations. There's so much like advertising for put this on your table or this on this stand, and there's so much like fluff out there. And at the end of the day, people don't really remember all of that. Uh, I also I always heard that people remember like how much fun they had and the food like those are the two things that people really remember at weddings not necessarily like what color napkin you're gonna have or what your sweetheart table looks like obviously you want things to be beautiful and elegant but I think a lot of times we get wrapped up in so many things and we need this thing for this and this for this whereas in reality I think keeping it classy and simple is almost better than having all this fluff and honestly simple can be such a different definition for so many other people for others they might have a super elaborate wedding with all of these different parts and different things think of like an indian wedding that's three days long or a week long Um, and if that's what you want to go for do it again it's your day you do what you want to do Um, but for others, my wedding could have been way more elaborate than theirs would be. Maybe someone just wants to elope in Vegas or have a super small destination wedding with just their closest family and friends. Again, simple can be whatever you define it as. Okay, the next thing I did to plan for my wedding was I made a giant list to help keep my brain clear. So I do recommend as soon as you get engaged, definitely enjoy the process for as long as you want. Um, My mom, like two days after we got engaged, she was like, so where are you thinking of getting married? I was like, girl, hold up. I literally got engaged two days ago. Let me like enjoy the process but after about a month or so we started the wedding planning process and very quickly it can get super stressful and overwhelming there are so many like lists on the internet of like timelines and what to do and when to do them and again it can be super overwhelming super quickly so in order to reduce this overwhelm what I did was I got a giant poster board and different colored sticky notes and I went through like a generic wedding list and wrote the things that I felt like I needed to do in order to plan for my wedding so I wrote Um, get flowers or meet with the flower lady on one sticky note and then like uh, order save the dates on another sticky note and I wrote out almost every single thing I could think of on this board and I think it really helped to visually see all the things that I had to do and I just kept it up in my room so that I could visually see okay I need to do this within a few days or whatnot and then it was also very satisfying to slowly remove one sticky note one by one and seeing that board become less and less and less so again i don't think anyone could plan a wedding without making a list but for me specifically putting it out on a board where i could visually see it rather than like tucked away in my computer or in a notebook somewhere For me, visually seeing it was much more helpful. I know other people prefer digital or pen to paper or whatnot. So whatever works best for you, I just wanted to share what worked best for me. And it honestly really helped to just get things on paper. And so I didn't feel like I had to hold all of this information or hold this whole to-do list in my brain. But I knew everything that I needed to do was out there. Um, it helped so much that I was even able to go to Legoland the Tuesday before my wedding because I knew I only had a few more things to do and I was pretty much set and I could go enjoy some Legoland time with my nephews. Okay, the next thing that I did or at least tried to do, which is very relatable to hormones in our cycle, is I actually tried to plan my wedding day around my cycle. So I do have the Flow app, which predicts when your periods will be throughout the whole year and whatnot, but I know for sure that those are always off and we are human beings. We are not robots. So my cycle days kind of vary based off the how stressful, honestly, my cycle is that month so sometimes my cycles are 26 days but usually they're around 27 or 28 sometimes i can have a 30 day cycle so i didn't actually know when i was booking my wedding venue what day it was going to be on but i was just curious to try to see if i could plan around it. So originally I actually wanted September 23rd because then it would be 9-23-23 but unfortunately that date was booked up so I went with the next earliest weekend which was September 16th and again I booked this venue a whole year before my wedding actually occurred and so my my predictor app showed that I was actually going to be in my luteal phase, which would have been fine and nice. But I also knew that my wedding, when my wedding day came, it would probably be a different day. So it was interesting to try, but again, it just shows to show that those uh, period app predictors are not always correct. Again, because we are human beings and we are not robots or an algorithm. That said, it was interesting to watch, like as the months became closer and closer, where I would actually be in my cycle during on my wedding day. So I in an ideal world, in a perfect world, I'd be ovulating or just about to be ovulating on my wedding day, so that it was easier to chat with people and my skin would be clear and ovulation would just be the best wedding day. Um, but in reality, I just really didn't want it to be either period day one or period day two, because if you've ever listened to the pod before, you know that those days I'd take a break from life. I like to veg. I don't like to talk to many people and I just kind of like hunker down in my little cave for one to two days, reflect and release, and not really deal with people around the world. So that was what I was just really, really hoping. And about like six months before my wedding, it did say that my period day one would be on my wedding day. But again, that is based off a 28-day cycle. And I knew my cycle wasn't going to be exactly like that for the next six months so even though it said oh no i was gonna be on my period on my wedding day i knew from past cycles that i actually wouldn't be and so it actually worked out pretty perfectly on my wedding day it was period day six or like cycle day six so i had actually just ended my period so even though around day 13 or 14 would have been ideal being on day six was definitely great my period was totally gone at this point and i was getting my energy back up and i wasn't like in those few days right before my period too sometimes those days are honestly worse than being actually on your period so Overall, it definitely worked out great. Uh, we again, we can't totally control this, but it was super interesting to continuously track it all year long and kind of see where I would be. And then even even if I was going to be on my period, at least I would have like known and kind of expected it, so that I could really focus on low, lowering my stress before and kind of expecting that I wouldn't be in this perfect ovulation phase during my wedding if it was on my per- if I was on my period so that's why I think tracking your cycle is so helpful and important because I, if these life events come up during these times we can at least prepare for it and know kind of what to expect. The next thing that I did was I actually was able to take a lot of time off work, which I know not everyone can, but I was super grateful for. So I actually took off two weeks right before the wedding because my sister, she lives in Colombia in South America with her family, and they came two weeks before the visit, before the wedding to visit. And so it was really nice to be able to do last minute wedding things with her and hang out with my nephews and just really enjoy that time of them being here because I don't get to see them very often. And then I also took off um, like one to two weeks after the wedding to enjoy my honeymoon and just like debrief slowly come back to reality. So I know this isn't always possible for everyone. So even if you can't take off a lot of time around your wedding, you can probably try to simplify your work or maybe not plan a huge project or a huge meeting around this time. Um, If you have someone that you work for, I'm sure that they'll be super understanding that this is your wedding day and it hopefully only happens once in a lifetime and so to make accommodations because you really want to be there and be present during this super super special time of your life. The next thing I did which is kind of a given but I thought it was important to mention is that I did eat lots of nourishing foods all year long. I definitely wanted to be strong and nourished and fulfilled and not be just letting the stress get to me or letting the planning overwhelm get to me and just eat whatever i wanted no i definitely continued to eat delicious nourishing foods all year long and this next point kind of goes along with that but i definitely especially during that for that week of my wedding I really made sure to be regimented on the supplements that I take so I usually take a B complex or beef liver and magnesium but that week I got married on a Saturday and my dad was actually the officiant of the wedding and the Thursday before our wedding he got hit with a really bad cold. And I was just like, Oh my God, that was honestly one of the most stressful parts of the whole wedding. Just because I don't know, you know, when your dad is sick or when your parents are sick, you just feel so like, helpless and you just wish you could make it go away for them. But especially during this time, I mean, he was the officiant of our wedding. He was going to have to stand up there and talk in front of all these people. He also did a blessing at our wedding. He also gave a toast. So I just was so nervous that he wasn't going to be on his a-game for the wedding thankfully we gave him so many things and he rested the whole day he had a fever and he just like burned through it to burn off whatever he had so thankfully by the next day which was the rehearsal day he was a lot better. But when he got sick, I was like, oh no, that means I have the possibility of getting sick. We live in the same house. So I also really upped my vitamin C and just tried to kind of stay clear of him while also helping and just trying to increase my own nourishment so that I really tried to avoid of getting sick. Again, things are going to happen, and not everything is in our control, but we can do what we can with the things we got to try to prevent these things from happening. Okay, now there are two things that I did on my wedding day that I wanted to talk about, and one of them is I ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner on my wedding day. This might seem like, duh, of course, like, but... That said, there are so many people who I've heard who have skipped whole meals or hadn't eaten until very late in the evening. And I could see how that's very easy to do, how it's super easy to just like forget to eat or you're just so busy that you didn't eat anything until a certain point. So I really prioritized making sure I had breakfast, lunch, and dinner set up for us. So for breakfast, RJ's best man, he actually made us both breakfast, which was so nice and so sweet. And we just sat at the table together and the two of us ate it, which was very nice. And I was very satisfied for a long day ahead of me. And then I went to a different Airbnb to get ready with all of my girlfriends and my parents and my mom and my sister, and we ahead of time prepped a giant large charcuterie board with meats and cheese and fruits for all the girls while we were getting ready. And I really like this because it was really easy to like prep and set up. There wasn't any like cooking involved, but it was definitely filling and definitely could hold us over until dinner. So if you are curious on what to eat during the middle of getting ready of your wedding, I highly recommend a really large charcuterie board. And then for dinner, obviously, we ate dinner at our wedding, but instead of eating with everyone at our table, um, being interrupted, I know so many people say like they didn't really actually enjoy their dinner because people are constantly coming up to you while you're just trying to eat. Maybe you haven't seen. Anyone during your wedding until this point and so people are so excited they want to talk to you Of course it all makes sense, but then your dinner is very interrupted and you can't sit down in peace And actually eat the full meal so what we did is before we had our grand entrance and before anyone actually ate dinner we went in the bridal suite and had our day of coordinator come in and bring us dinner and so just the two of us ate together while everyone was at cocktail hour and it was just such a nice special moment of peace and quiet and we could just talk to each other and eat our dinner totally uninterrupted it was honestly one of my favorite times of the whole meal because again you have this whole day where you're talking to so many people and you might honestly not get a bunch of time to hang out with your actual husband which might sound crazy but it definitely could happen if you don't carve out those times to just be together just the two of you Another thing that I did do on my wedding day was I did drink alcohol, um, but obviously not too much. So there's so many assumptions that if you're healthy or you have a health podcast or you have a health business where you share about health and wellness, that you're probably the person who doesn't drink. Well, I don't like extremes in any circumstances, so even though I'm super into health and wellness. And obviously I know that alcohol is not the best thing for your body and your hormones. Honestly, drinking a little bit on your wedding day, especially, I don't think there is absolutely anything wrong with that. If I'm going out with my girlfriends, I have a glass of wine or two. Uh, We've definitely talked about this on the pod before, but I think... Extremes in either direction are not good and kind of create obsessions So I like to have a happy medium Obviously, I didn't want to get white girl wasted and I wanted to remember everything But I definitely wanted to celebrate with a gin and tonic and a glass of champagne so again People might assume, oh, you're into health and wellness. You never drink alcohol. That is definitely far from the truth. If you want to enjoy a glass of champagne or a glass of wine at your wedding that's at a winery, I totally think that is valid and I absolutely indulged a bit. And the last thing that I want to talk about that I did during the whole wedding process and especially during my wedding day was I really tried to have fun and focus on fun and really live in the moment. I always, I love this quote and I always say it, like, what's the point of living a healthy life if you're not going to actually enjoy it? And the same absolutely goes true for the whole wedding process. What's the point of having a wedding and planning a wedding if you're not going to actually enjoy the day and enjoy this whole process? I know the quote of like, live in the moment can be so cliche, but it is so true, especially on your wedding day. Like you really want to take so many times throughout the day and just like step back and just live and enjoy and embrace that moment. Um, I especially did this right as I was walking down the aisle, right when I got to like the last chairs, I just told my dad to stop and we just like stopped and looked out at every single person standing up there for me and my future husband and really just like took in that moment. And from this day, like I think of that all the time and I'm so grateful that I really spent so much time just enjoying it and loving it. Um, So many people told me that the day went by so fast, but for me, it actually didn't go by super fast. And I think that's because, again, I truly embraced every single special moment of the day. Um, I also really focused on having fun. The whole theme of my wedding was fun and whimsical. So most people said it was like one of the most fun weddings they've ever been to. And I think it's because that was the theme from the very beginning. Like whatever theme you want, whether that be elegant or Pretty or whatever you want your theme to be just have that in mind throughout the whole wedding process or planning process and for me my theme was absolutely fun i had like games at the wedding i had a wedding crossword like how well do you know the bride and groom i had music that me and my friends actually love not just like your typical wedding music we had the rehearsal at an airbnb so it was more casual and people could get up and chat and walk around um we even had an after party at the airbnb which was super fun we stayed up super late and we were dancing on the kitchen island and the next day we went to a winery and just like spent the day with friends and it was just so much fun and i'm just so grateful for everything that happened that entire weekend so those are all the things that i did and didn't do around my wedding and i wanted to leave you with two little bonus things one thing that i wish i did and this was i wish i gave myself a little more time between the wedding and the honeymoon so for reference my wedding was on a saturday But then we still had the airbnb sunday night as well we hung out with friends all day like i said we went to a winery it was super fun we went in the jacuzzi and then we actually went home on a monday and then we left for our honeymoon on a Tuesday. And on Monday night, I was so exhausted. Oh my gosh, I was so tired. I was so like, filled with joy and fun. But oh my gosh, I was so exhausted. And I wish I gave myself like, two or three extra days to actually go on our honeymoon so that I could just kind of like recoup a little more like hang out with my mom and talk about things and debrief and even though we did it kind of felt like we just did it over one lunch and then we were off to our honeymoon so I know some people like go on their honeymoon literally that night or the next day and oh my gosh I can't imagine that so that is kind of my only thing that I wish I did I am very sensitive to stress obviously and I just wish that I gave myself a little bit more time to like debrief and recuperate, and so that traveling was a little bit easier. I mean, it was nice. We went to a very beautiful resort in Mexico, and for the first day, we just kind of like lounged in the pool and laid in bed and slept a lot. Um, so it wasn't the worst place to be recuperating in, but I think it would've been nice to have a little more energy during the first part of our honeymoon. And I also wanted to talk about one thing that I didn't expect, and I, when I say didn't, I actually kind of did expect this, but not to the extent that it happened. So I didn't expect to have like post-wedding sadness. I thought I was gonna be like a little bit, I don't know, like empty. You plan this whole entire year and then all of a sudden it's just like over in a day and I was definitely expecting that but i wasn't not to the extent that it happened so for the most part people told me that they were like so happy when their wedding was over because again the planning process was super hectic and stressful that by the end they were just felt so much relief that it was finally over and there was no more planning but I think for me because the planning process was actually super fun and not super stressful that once also that the wedding itself the whole weekend was so fun that when it was over I definitely felt sad and like I told my husband as soon as I got in the car on Monday I was like I'm just gonna cry because I'm sad that it's over and he was like it's okay you can cry. And it kind of relates to like Christmas and this is why I really don't care for Christmas or holidays or like big birthdays and things like that. It's because there's so much emotion and such high joy in these days that when it's over you kind of feel this like emptiness and sadness. And so I always kind of feel like that around the holidays and I'm very cautious of how I feel, um, just because I know how I get when things are over. The thing is, is that Christmas comes again next year, whereas your wedding, hopefully it's the only wedding of your life. And so I definitely had that like post Christmas feeling, but definitely to an extreme. So when I feel like this, I really try to let myself feel those feelings and move through them rather than like shove them down or not cry or not feel my feelings I really just wanted to like feel my sadness, knew it wasn't going to last forever. I'm totally fine now and I'm so grateful for that, everything that happened. But again, most people told me that they were like so glad that it was over. So I was in a way expecting that, but I definitely was, I was glad that it happened and so grateful. But I definitely had some post-wedding blues. And I think reminding myself that again, this whole thing is about a marriage, not about a wedding really helped me like get over that. Like, okay, I still get to take the husband home with me. We still have this whole beautiful life ahead of us. And so it's okay if you're a little bit sad over it. But again, this, the wedding was not the point of this whole thing. The whole point is that me and RJ are happily married. So overall, I'm just so grateful for the whole experience. I'm so grateful for my loving husband and this beautiful life we get to live together. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you got some takeaways from it if you're planning a wedding or will someday. Um, Overall, the biggest advice I would give is to enjoy the planning process. It's long and hard, but it can be so fun if you make it fun. Let those small, minor things go. It's not that big of a deal at the end of the day. And again, remember that this whole thing is about a marriage, not just the wedding. So again, thank you all so much for listening. Next week is our season five Q&A, and then we'll take a break until the new year. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.